Blog Talk Radio. Yes. I ain't talking about rent, I'm talking about wealth, 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 wealth. There are no wealthy black or brown people in America. We got the rich ones, we don't got no wealth. People go, well, what's the difference? Here's the difference. Shaq is rich. The white man that signs his check is wealthy. Ah, oh, here you go, Shaq. Go buy yourself a bouncing car. Bling, bling. I'm not talking about rich. I'm talking I ain't talking about rich. I'm talking about wealth, 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 wealth. There are no wealthy black or brown people in America. We got the rich ones, we don't got no wealth. People go, well, what's the difference? Here's the difference. Shaq is rich. The white man that signs his check is wealthy. Ah, oh, here you go, Shaq. Go buy yourself a bouncing car. Bling, bling. I'm not talking about rich, I'm talking about wealth, okay? I'm talking about the white family that owns all the Similac. I'm talking about the white family that owns the color blue. Those rich bastards, okay? I talk about Oprah, I'm talking about Bill Gates, okay? If Bill Gates woke up tomorrow with Oprah's money, he'd jump out of the window. He slid his throat on the way down. I can't even put gas in my plane. I'm not talking about rich. I'm talking about wealth. Because wealth will set us free, okay? Because wealth is empowering. Wealth can uplift communities from poverty, okay? A white man gets wealthy, he builds Walmart and makes other white people have some money. A brother gets rich, he buys jewelry, okay? Do you know what the f*** I'm talking about? I ain't talking about rich, I'm talking about wealth. Wealth is passed down from generation to generation. You can't get rid of wealth. Rich is something you can lose with a crazy summer in the drug habit. Rick James was rich. One minute you're singing Super Freak, the next minute you're doing Old Navy commercial. Give it to me, baby. Give me corduroy. Not talking about rich, I'm talking about wealth. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not all white people's fault that black and brown people don't have any wealth. Maybe, now just maybe. Maybe if we didn't spend all our money on rims, we might have some to invest. Black people, we love rims. We will put shiny-ass rims on any car in the world. A brother put rims on a toaster if you let him. Yo, man, I got some raisin toast sitting on 20 pills. Hang on. 20 pills, look at them. Spin it, nigga, they spin it. They spend it, they spend it, they spend it, they spend it. Money's new to black people, it's new to us. We the most money-wasting mother 
on the face of the earth. We spend money like we think this gonna rock, okay? Brothers riding around with TVs and the headrest of the car. The TVs is on and ain't nobody in the back seat. And I ain't talking about rich, I'm talking about wealth. Alright y'all, yeah, so that was my man Chris Rock with the uh, Rich versus Wealth skit. You know what I'm saying? And don't get it confused. I'm not saying that you guys can't go out there and enjoy yourself, spend money, you know, and, and get you know, spend money on things that you like. What I'm saying is that you gotta put your priorities straight. There's no reason why, you know, you're gonna go out there and spend money on a fast car, spend your money on chains and clothes and all that stuff where you don't even have a retirement set, plan set up. You don't even know how you're going to send your kids to college, or you don't even, you know, let, let's start saving some money. You know, so it, it, it's not an issue about spending. It's a, let's save some, too. Let's, let, let's, let's put our priorities straight. So- well, now you done heard it for yourself. You done heard Chris Rock. That was one of the surprises that I had. And then you just heard from the gentleman that just spoke on how we need to get our priorities straight. And so now, welcome to Lardy, Miss Clardy, and company on BTR. And I have my co-host here. We have Agape and Mystery. And we're going to say it's our business to tell your business in Black Business 101, where we at? And with that to say, we are here coming at you live in Moreno Valley. And of course, I'm not from California, even though I live here. I'm representing California and Columbus, Ohio. Deuces! (laughs) So we coming at you live from where I just said, from Cali. With good news and bad news, if necessary. You know how I am. And so if you want to call in and let's talk about 101 in black businesses, where are we at? Call at this call-in number of 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. 8684. And the guest toll free number for those that ain't got a phone and wish to call in, I got a toll free number for you. 877 483 3153. That number again is 877 483 3153. Now, as we said before, it's our business to tell your business and what you're doing. All right, so we're going to say this one more time. Black Businesses 101, where are we at? Now, this is part two. Now, we had a few audios that I got, you know, that is going to explain everything that we need to know about not being afraid to spend our money wisely, like in a black-owned business or in investment, okay? So, now, I'm going to ask the question, what happened to the black businesses and what solutions as black people need to get back in gear? Not just to participate in buying, but buying power. 
in money power, that is, ownerships of black-owned businesses, investing into the stock money market, and participating, buying from our black-owned businesses in our own communities where we live. So, the questions tonight would be, even though we're asking, where is all the businesses at? We can say it one more time. Black Business 101, where are we at? We need you to get on to the line and call in and help our listeners, even us, understand why we are afraid to get our own business or be about the business and learn more about investing and becoming investors in the stock market. So question, are we, are we afraid to invest? If so, why? Do we know the difference between IRAs, money market, accounts and CDs and et cetera? Do you have a portfolio? If you do, do you know what it is? What's going on with your portfolio? Can you assume a high yield risk? And then the last question would be is what is a high yield risk? So, as I said before, we got some features on audio telling issues and solutions on black-owned businesses and investments are as followed. And I said it was going to be a surprise, so just join us. Come in and hear what we can become as an impact in owning our own businesses and becoming investors. And so we got a couple of audios we want to share with you, and we're going to talk to you along the way. So, again, Black Businesses and Investors 101, where are we at? All right. So now we're going to take you to the next one. Now, you heard what Chris Rock had to say. Now we're going to go over here and show you another audio, and then we will start talking about the show we intend to talk about. Where y'all at? Okay? So we don't have to be afraid to spend our money and spend it wisely. Here you go. Listen to this. Fear of investment. Do we got anybody? You could be a anonymous caller. So just your your phone calls not being traced, not being called. We don't know. Somebody out there, a black millionaire. Call up right now. Seven nine four one three seven four. If you're listening on the internet, it's two one nine seven nine four one three seven four. This is WLTH and WLTH thirteen seventy dot com. You're listening to Think Tank with Theo the Thinker, your host, and my very special guest, Street Principal, and his his very very efficient video staff here that's helping me run this internet feed that you're getting directly from Ustream, and you're also going to see some things on Facebook with the princess of hip-hop, his very able assistant, that being the assistant of Street Principal. Give us a call, 794-1374. I think we're boiling down to the reality of the fear of investment in the black community amongst uh, black business people, blacks in in uh, corporate America, as well as uh, African Americans that are just, you know, maybe maybe sitting on uh, a little bit of nest egg. There's a fear to turn that over and make it into something bigger and better. Yet what Street Principal is pointing out to us here today 
reading from Source Magazine with the history of hip-hop, he's tracing the investment, faith, and ability of Rick Rubin, Russell Simmons, and a few other people in the early hip-hop game and demonstrating the fruits of investment and also the fruits of diversity, diversification. Yes. That's what we're learning here. Seven nine four one three seven four. But hey, I'm all ears, my friend. Keep yeah, on yes. right on, it's sounding good. If they can call in, somebody can call in. See another thing. Well, that I guess that's all you needed to know. You know what I'm saying? That that's the subject that we are on, which is we is we in fear of becoming investors? What you laughing about over there, Bistry? Come on now. <laughs> okay, we being serious over here, y'all. But okay, let's go back over and try it again. I mean, you know, let me introduce myself. <laughs> I'm Lardy Miss Clardy, and you are listening to Lardy Miss Clardy and Company or Blog Talk Radio with my co-host. Agape and mystery. She over here cracking up laughing. And, you know, if you got something to say about why black people are afraid to invest their money in uh, other investments other than investing and buying, you know, uh, as a consumer, uh, you know, call on the call-in number of 347-884-8684. That number again is... 347-884-8684, and the toll-free number is 877-483-3153. That number again is 877-483-3153. Now, I'm going to roll it on over here to Mystery, since she's over here, the one cracking up, laughing, and carrying on. So she's going to have to express herself tonight. Come on now, girl, why are you laughing? And come on and tell us what story you want to say on this subject. Oh, so, um, my last is an inside joke, but... Um, tell the joke. <laughs> you can't have it on the inside now. <laughs> no, but um, with regard to the topic of, of us and our fear to invest, I think that... I, I want to think that it's a lack of knowledge that causes us to fear it. We don't know exactly how to go about it. I think a lot of us understand that there's a possibility of losing money. We are not trying to use our hard-earned money to turn around and lose it with nothing to show for it. And then I think another thing is we have a misnomer that it's actually cost a lot mm-hmm. to invest. Mm-hmm. So we think we have to already be rich to even start investing. Come on now. So... Therefore, we don't look into it because we don't have that kind of money. So we think because we don't know. Because we don't know. For lack of knowledge. So that's my opinion. And me, myself, I don't even know. And I'm still trying to learn stuff as I go with regard to it and learn more because we all got to. Well, you know what? Yesterday, we was talking on this subject, right? And Mystery cracked me up laughing. I was laughing, too. And Agape was somewhere, you know, calling halls. He was high, you know, after the show. I was knocking down V. Yes, he was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so we got to we we got to looking at an article. And first, the article it said, what did it say? Uh, uh, mystery. It said the heading said eleven percent interest on a three-year. 
fixed or yeah, I think it was a fixed uh, yeah. uh, uh, rate. Yeah. And it was uh, and, and oh, eleven percent interest on a three-year term. That's yes. what it said. Okay. Now, how many people know what the three-year term and eleven percent percent on what yielding in three years? And we found out it was a note, right? Now, me, you know, I'm saying, oh, she said, oh, oh, that sounds good. I said, yeah, it do. It sounds good. And I turned and I said, well, uh, well, do it. She said, uh-uh, I ain't doing it. Uh-uh, I, I got to see what it is first before I go to doing it. And see, we was over here looking at this, um, looking at this article called Twin City Power, okay? And you can find this on www.tcpnotes.com, okay? Because that's where we was coming at, right? So, okay, we got to looking at all of what was going on with it. Uh, I have to leave this one to Mystery to say again. Mystery, what you find out? Oh, no, uh, it was just at first it made it seem like it was a CD or something for 11%, <laughs> which is what drew our eye. It was and then when you actually got into it, you found out it was a note. Uh-huh. Not only is it a note, but it is a note with an investment of $1,000 minimum, and you're not guaranteed to earn the rate of 11%. At any time, you can lose your money, mm. and Ooh, Lord. and with no explanation. And mm. if you mm-hmm. lose your principal, then obviously you're not making any interest. Absolutely, I mean, you're gonna take my money and not tell me <laughs> <laughs> where my money going. And what? you wonder why we were black folks always scared to invest because and then it got the nerve to have the nerve to tell you own it. You know what I'm saying? This investment is not for everybody. I said, yeah, you're absolutely right. That's only for those billionaires out there that can lose a thousand dollars. Don't sound like for winners. (laughs) But for a billionaire, it's a risk. They they, they got money to lose, I guess. And that's the thing with some of these things is you get things like this and. You don't exactly know if you if you don't pay attention and start reading through stuff. Mm-hmm. You think it's eleven percent on whatever you decide yourself to put in. No, right, right. <laughs> it's a thousand dollars to start, and that's just to start. Mm-hmm. That's the that's minimum investment. Now, how many of us have a thousand dollars to start off in the grassroots community? I need to hear it. Listen, I ain't that's, hearing nobody talk. I hear I, mean, I think a lot of people do have like a grant to uh, to invest in something. The thing is, is you need to be smart about what exactly. you're about to invest that thousand dollars into. Well, I and what know. it's going to do for you. Exactly. Is it possible for you to lose it all? Which I mean, investments, yeah, it's possible for you to lose it. But if you don't pay attention to the fine print, or if you don't just do your research on whatever it is you're investing in before you throw your money into, right, it, right, then. You are going to be kind of leery the next time around if you lose your money. You got to kind of know what you're getting into, and I think that's that's our problem as a community is we don't want to lose our money, and, and so that's what we fear. We'd rather go and buy five hundred dollar iPad. At least we can see it. Okay, Agape. Agape, what you got to say? What you 
got to say about it. Good. It's not funny, y'all. We ain't it laughing, is. you it know. Is. But 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 hey, we we say it. It's our business to tell your business, and that means uh, we gotta add our own self included. You know what I'm saying? We laughing at ourselves, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, <laughs> I'd rather take my five hundred dollar go get me an iPhone, iPhone twelve, and at least I can see it. I want one of those watches. <laughs> With the internet on the watch. That's what I want. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not gonna you know, talk to. Say so, 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 Agape. What do you got to say about? Uh, well, I'm gonna ask you this question. Why do you think that black people are afraid to invest? Now we heard with Rock, uh, Chris Rock said that we're investing on reels and it'll be on a on a uh, on a tow up car. Okay, but they got. How much is rims? Rims, depending on if you get the cheap ones or the expensive ones, well, it's it, five hundred to ten, twenty thousand. And that's cheap. And he just got finished saying, you know, we're investing all of that on even on a tow up car. We'll go and fix that car up, spend two thousand dollars fixing the car up. So that two thousand dollars and going to go do what? What's that? What's that thing over there that you said it was a thousand dollars to get in? You know what I'm saying? Take a quick, you know, take a gamble. You know what I'm saying? Because that's exactly what that that particular article is saying. It's not for everyone, right? You know, but it is a gamble, and they're telling you. I think you gotta, if you sit back and listen to what Chris Rock was saying, as as far as being rich and being wealthy, the difference between the two. I think at the end of the day, what people need to understand or overstand is that. You have to be uh, conscious and you have to be patient. You mm-hmm. have to understand that the game is, that's, that's is right. slow money. That's right. Wealth is slow money. Wealth is accumulation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, the guy who owns, like, Shaq, Shaq okay. played basketball and all this stuff, right. got a payout. Got payout, yeah, right. Figure, that's quick money. That's quick money, But right. the dude who owns the team started off with some small business somewhere years, years Absolutely. back. Absolutely. Even if it came from, even if it was passed it down, all, all, money. All, that is, all that is is passing wealth down. Right. The right. person who started the, that particular cycle, that owners of right, that team's right, right, life right. started small. Right. Started with slow money. <laughs> turned that slow money into an investment Absolutely. on something else. Absolutely. Made big money. And just kept building. People need to understand that you need to have the consciousness to start off with slow money. You're not going to put... A thousand dollars into something, and, and then you're gonna turn around and make a million dollars tomorrow. Dead president, That's, y'all. It's no, not gonna happen. Okay, y'all, but you're telling the truth about that, though, dude. True. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I, I honestly do believe that. You know, this day and time, like I said, people. It's not that our black folk don't got money. We the richest people spending we've ever seen. Well, you know what I'm saying? Quick, we want quick returns. Well, yeah. I got an iPad. I can see. We, you know what I'm saying? And that's it. Appear. And we want to appear. Yeah. Right. We we are. Are. That's, that's right. That's Hollywood. We we <laughs> know. A, we're still learning. learning. This money thing, you yeah. know what I mean? We're right. Still get, we're still not used to having money, so we when don't we understand get it, right, right, right. But it's like what I was saying. See how I said something, and then you immediately said, "Well, it came from the grandfather and the father." But we have to understand is you gotta like our history on our people. You can't stop it. We've been enslaved. 
gotta go back. You know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, don't let me start. When we were kings and queens and probably even before well, yeah, that. Well, yeah, but they don't talk. We don't even no, know our no, language it's, anymore. It's, the yes. thing is, is it's there. Yeah, and it's, it's there. there for those to seek it. If you're seeking it, then you will find it. If you're gonna stop where they tell you to stop, then you obviously gonna miss out on a whole bunch of stuff. Just like all of these info commercials. They want you to pay them mm-hmm. to sell you some information on how to make money. Okay. That don't even sound right. Well, let's 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 go a little bit more. Uh, even I'm, I'm gonna add to that, and then we're gonna you know deal with a bunch of callers, you know, and see what somebody got to say about this. But before I go to say what I gotta say, anybody out there that's got anything they got to say on black businesses one on one, where we at? Please get on the line and say something and help us out and help our listeners out how it's important that we must get into the money game because money is leaving. The real money is leaving. It was real at one point. Now it's just monopoly money, okay? So, you know, we ain't got no time, and we need to invest for the future, and we need to quit being scared. So call in at the call-in number of 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And the guest toll-free number is 877-483-3153. That number again is 877-483-3153. And what I was going to say was that I went a week ago, I think it's been a week now, I went to a ladies' night out. It's supposed to be, you know, to learn about uh, investment and about uh, real estate. And it's called a ladies' night out. Now, when I came in there, you had all types of background in there. I said maybe about 50 people with that. I don't know, maybe 35. Who knows? But it was a lot, mm-hmm. and there were women. And they were different shades of colors that were in there. And I also could tell that there were different financial backgrounds that was in there. Mm-hmm. Now, they started talking about, you know, uh, the red line and the blue line and calls and puts and straddles and contracts. This is in stock marketing investing language. And then talking about, you know, investments in also land um, and uh, real estate. Now, at the end, now, they just told us when they said this is ladies not out, right? Uh, they had bath and body uh, packages for free and food. Everybody was there. You know what I'm saying? They get a free bath and body. I love bath and body. But the point is, is that at the end, here they go. And if you want to be involved in on a retreat, a three-day retreat, it's going to cost you $19.99. That's $1,999. I knew I I didn't even come in there with no with no money. So I know I'm doomed already. I know I'm doomed already. I was not prepared for that. And then I seen maybe six. People jump up and go to the back and sign their papers up. Now, okay, you got 10% left in the crowd, right? <laughs> and, they, and then when they came back up to talk a little bit more and they put up the, 
you know, the, uh, what is it, the, the PowerPoint, and they're showing you some real good stuff, and then they hurry up and click it off so that you can't get none of the notes down, right? And then, then they said, and if you can't do $19.99, well, we're going to bring it down to $499, and for the guests that you bring with you, is $150. I still, well, what can I do? You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no money. So I watched, I watched four more people get up. I guess they hit their pockets real good because they adjusted up and went and got they got they stuff on, their application done, right? Okay, now there's 3% that's left in the crowd, right? Now, obviously, those are the people like me from the grassroots community hoping that I... Uh, hoping that I'm going to, you know, get a chance <laughs> to learn about marketing, right? So what happened was this. They got back up there and they said, now, um, for all the rest of you, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and, 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 and it, it, we, can, we, can, we can get you started with just only $20. Okay, so myself. I ain't got no muscle mad down for real. $20. Then it came down then from it came down from $19. Oh, and $20. And then after that, I got up. And I went to the to the people that were talking up there to sell off, to be a part of this retreat, to be a part, to learn about investment. I asked the person, I said, listen. I said, uh, I come from the uh, grassroots community. Looking good, too, may I say. I was looking fine with my array. And I said, I come from the, the grassroots community, and, you know, and I, I, I see that everybody else had a chance. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on disability. <laughs> I'm on disability. And <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> Excuse me, y'all. I'm sorry. I need to know. If you got anything for a person like me, he looked at me and he said, well, we did used to have a year ago <laughs> some scholarships, right? <laughs> he said, we gave out scholarships, but did nobody come? I said, well, wait a minute. You had scholarships and nobody come. Now, scholarships, we know that you don't have to. That's money that you don't get in your pocket. It's not like going to school and getting you a student loan and you can leave away with $4,000 and you'll never have to come back to school if you <laughs> And you saying nobody came on a scholarship? <laughs> so wrong with this picture. You know what I'm saying? He said, he said, so we just stopped doing it. It's been almost two years now. I said, well, that's it for me. I said, thank you very much. And I still didn't come out of there with my bath and body free thing. I was so mad I know what to do. So let me leave it at that. I'm sorry, y'all. You know what I'm saying? I had to tell the story. But I recognize that when a friend of mine went to go do the research on this company, you know, that was that was doing this work that we were at. She realized that they had 13 more uh, seminars to go. So you know after they got finished with that one, they were going to bilk you on the next one exactly. to get the next three, you know, uh, PowerPoints on investment. 
So to say for that, let's go on to a, a, to a call and, and see how they might feel about this. Maybe they might be able to help get some, get some, you know, some listeners and even us some pointers. So we're going to start with, let me see. Well, the, I'll start with your area code and the last four digits of your telephone number. And I'm going to call out 901 and the last four digits is 2803. And welcome to Lardy, Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio. You are on the air. And let us know what you got to say about that. How you doing? Where you from? I'm fine. I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. Speak up, sir. I can't hear you. Come on, talk I to said, us. I'm, I'm doing fine. I'm calling from Memphis, Tennessee. All right, Tennessee. Come on, tell us what you think about all of this that you're hearing. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I was I was having a moment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> um, I was I was sitting here and I was listening, and I own a company by the name of Protocol Youth Academy. Um, you, I was listening to you about the investment. I think most people like me. I I do a lot of investment but I don't invest in things that I know nothing about. And I think oh, okay. that most people most people want people to invest or want me to invest in this, that, and the other. Now, I'm a, I'm a big believer that someone invested in me. That's why I'm at where I'm at. But you can't go around investing in any and everything. Right. And, That's right. And I think that the problem is even when you have something invested I mean, because I remember one time I had somebody come up to me and they had a business plan wrote down on a half a sheet of legal paper. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. They, they wanted me to invest $10,000 in a, you know, rim shop slash chicken place. Chicken place? Uh, yeah, rim exactly. slash chicken place. Exactly. <laughs> and so, I mean, I'm well, just saying I'm, I'm that. Not but that is kind of uh, that don't even go together, do it? It's just retarded. But I mean, I know that's it was what retarded. I'm but people, but people will swear up and down that I, I'm not going to talk about people. I'm not going to talk about black folks. I'm going to talk about myself. <laughs> people will swear up and down that I'm stingy with money. But the problem is, it's not that I'm stingy with money. The problem is that I'm not going to let you blow my money. Because unlike you all, unlike some people, I work hard for what I have. My company might be doing might do well, but and I think a lot. I think a lot of times, some of the things that in people's neighborhoods or things that people know is something yeah. that they probably should invest in themselves in. Because yeah. I started, I started my program. Well, I'm not gonna say started my program. I work for a company. I don't know if you ever heard of it. A company called Youth Villages. What is it called again? Hey, Speak up a little bit more. I work for a company called Youth Villages. And Youth Villages is a juvenile treatment facility. And I just remembered that I was the one that was basically running the program. Yeah. But yet they was only paying me forty, fifty thousand dollars a year. However, Youth Villages is a company that makes four hundred million a year. Mm. And I just decided that it was time for me to it was time for me to actually get paid what I was worth. Okay. And that's what I did. 
Well, I think you did I'm, a big. I think you did a good move. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying it like it was just an easy thing to do. Right. But I'm saying it that a lot of people don't quite understand what it is that they can invest in, what it is they can uplift communities. Because so I you, get into debate, ma'am. I was going to ask the question. So, what do you think that would be a wise investment? For people to invest in, I don't, I don't, I try. Typically, I try not even ask. I mean, answer that question because what's good for me might not be good for everyone. Because okay, that's um, good. That's the fair. Brother, like the brother who was talking about talking about the slow money. Yeah, I have no problem with slow money. So I can buy up real estate and do things of this nature and look for the right point in time. But I think a lot of people are not in position to to get slow money. Okay, mm-hmm. right. If that makes sense. It and does I make just, sense. Because, I mean, just me personally, I, I just try to invest in the things that I know about. And I, okay. I leave it up to other people to be to do all the other things. Okay. Okay, that sounds good. I, you know what? That's that's good. That's good stuff right there, and it does make sense. You know, and what you are involved in. <clears throat> you know, I am in the business of helping to promote people's businesses while they on the show. So you know, you might as well tell you know the listeners what you do. And even though you in Tennessee. There's, uh, I'm sure and bound to know that there's someone that will contact you. Would you like to give your information? Um, though the business, my information for my business is kind of taboo to advertise because we have vendors that I deal with. But I'm always happy to. I'm always happy to help someone and try to point someone in the right direction. But a lot of times. People want you to do for them instead of absolutely right, right. We know that's why we got. That's why we calling out on our businesses. Where y'all at? So that you can tell tell the listeners, you know, the truth about how they need to be self sufficient and stop looking for other people to help them. But we are in the helping business to, like you said, to uh, guide them in a way where they can find. Their way to become, uh, you know, prosperous in what they do. I mean, cause okay, because like I said, I'm in social services, and I've come across a lot of people who don't understand the power of the 501c3 and the power of government grants. Explain. And I and I try to explain to them all the time that this is money that the government's giving out now. Uh, if you just starting out, get your eyes off that $500,000 grant. But there's places there's places in social services like Walmart, Target, that issue out like $25,000 here and $25,000 there, like clockwork. Really? A lot, of people, a lot of people just don't want to put in the time and the effort to see where the money is coming from and how to get the money. Do you mind sharing it? Do you mind sharing some of it? I see that you that you're saying, you know, that you have tried, but this is why this forum is here. Uh, you know, uh, 
this this particular form that I have is because I have saw I have saw that it has been a help to uh, individuals that are trying to find their way. Not everybody is interested, but those that do come onto this show that hear this information, I get feedback and say, you know, for the thank you for having people like yourself on the show to uh, to help them understand what why it's important for them to uh, to to look out for that information like what you're saying, but they don't know how to look for it. Can you can you divulge that? A lot of times, you know, honestly, a lot of times it is as easy as people think it is to find the information. But if not, I think that the main thing that you can do is to use the Internet. The Internet is, is for more than just YouTube and then porn. The internet Absolutely. is a very helpful tool. Um, what you what typically what you'll do is you'll find out what's your business, what's your clientele, and who you catering to. If it is something that can be a nonprofit, a lot of people hate the nonprofit because you're gonna live off of salary opposed to, you know, I made a million dollars and I get to take it on. Eh, okay. That's not yeah. that's not what it is. However, you start going to your the one of the main the greatest ways to find government money is to go to your state's website. Your state I website. Y'all hear that out there, y'all? <laughs> the state website will actually tell you what's out there. And then there's other sites like I don't use them but there's other sites out there, um like grants.gov that will give grant information because I found out a long time ago that it's about network. It if sure you is. Out there, if you get out there and network with those politicians, and whenever you say politicians, everybody keeps thinking about, yeah, but I can't get a hold to Barack Obama and all that, you never will be. But the problem is that it's the local politicians, and this is what power they have because they can they can actually get money that comes to your state that's allocated to the county. Look at that. And if and if you are actually on their radar, they got to give this money away. They have to earmark this money. And people a lot of people don't understand that if what I'm I'm sorry, but I don't know what state you're in, but in the state of Tennessee. If four hundred million dollars. We're in California. Oh, this this, this works the same way there. But if $400 million came to Tennessee and $10 million was earmarked to Shelby County, well, Mm. what's going to happen is Shelby County is going to have to figure out a way to give this money out. See, a lot of people have the misconception that in Shelby County, they're going to keep it all and put it all into one pot. Yes, that is what they do, but by... If the fiscal year ends June 1, they have to get this money out for June 1 because if they have $7 million left over mm-hmm. next year, they're going to get $10 million allocated. They only get $3 million allocated. So they're, okay. looking to, they're looking to give this money away. But also the people have to make sure that they're, that they're legit because most of the time that you got to get this money, they were looking for 501c3. Okay. They're looking for those nonprofits. They're looking and for the now nonprofits. those nonprofits, 
that nonprofit is one of those situations. Now, it used to be like this big 15-page paper that you had to do online. Yeah. Well, the 501c3s have been cut down to four pages. Are you serious? Yeah. Yes. You know because what? what they're finding, what the IRS was finding. I'm sorry. I don't mean to take over your show. I'm, I'm so no, you, this is what this is for. <laughs> that's that's what you're here for. We're, we're enjoying, you know, your information. My co-hosts uh, want to ask you a question, Tennessee. Well, I, it's not so much a question. What I What I wanted to say is I know exactly what you're talking about. My uncle started a nonprofit organization in the early 90s called Dayspring Outreach, and he also got the point of light from the President of the United States for the work that he did in the community. And I remember when I was young, he used to draw out plans because we had, because uh, we're from California, from Sacramento. We, he was able to get the governor, Pete Wilson, you know what I'm saying, to, to um, function with him or work with him to do things in the community. We were able to get the Sacramento Kings to get involved because it's, it's a Outreach program targeted at inner city youth. Mm-hmm. So we were able to get the Sacramento Kings, an um, NBA basketball team or franchise involved just with networking. Now, I remember he used to apply for grants and, you know, things of that nature. But what he used to teach me, though, was like, if you want to do it, the information is there. You just have to seek it. Everything that you need is actually there. You can't really so much go up to people and expect, when you ask them a question, expect for them to answer you. You have to really try to go out and seek it yourself because not everybody is going to want to get involved with you because of, like, a character call, especially with this. And also, like you were saying, when they're allocating this money out to people, they want to make sure that you're doing the right thing with the money. You have to be a stand-up organization. Otherwise, they won't mess with you at all. So I, I understand completely you know, how you're breaking it down and what you're talking about. Because, again, you know, I was part of a program that was ran like that, and this is the 90s, and things have gotten a lot easier now. You know, another thing what I was going to say, too, was when I was talking about slow money, it's not so much that people don't have the time to to get slow money. It's that, you know, if you're going to work every day and you're going to take a little bit of money and blow it on something, you take that money and – Go get a real estate license. It's $150 in California to get a real estate license. Then you'll be able to get information on how to conduct real estate in the state that you're in. All of the the, the uh, investment and um, once you understand how the money works and how how property works, the selling of property, the the, the um, switching hands of property, your, your business, your ideas yeah. should come along as far as you hustling. You know what I'm saying to get money, but that's that's what I mean by people need to to um, to get uh, focused on slow money because a quick rich scheme is exactly that. It's a scheme. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not gonna even if you do profit a little bit of money, it's in and out. You know what I'm saying? It's not something that's gonna acquire you wealth. So the question would be Tennessee. You know. Uh, you know, even though that we're we're talking on all subjects dealing with blacks and and being in businesses, and you know, giving them a uh, you know a a one on one piece of education on black business or owning businesses, we also is uh, uh, interested in you know uh, our blacks uh, to or the people period that 
you know, that have finances, but they're putting their money in the wrong place. They're being more consumers than they are, you know, being involved in investing their money properly. And so we were also looking at investments. So uh, do you think that, okay, I heard you say something about the 501c3 and another one that you spoke on, I think you, is that the only one that he spoke on was the 501c3? That's the main one. That's the main one. Okay. Um, but what about, you know, um, you know, a good investment if they was to go into the stock market and, you know, if they paying $500, if they're paying $500 for a pair uh, or for an iPhone, I keep using that as an example. Well, can't they, you know, go into, they can, they can start a business or even in a nonprofit business. But wouldn't it be wise also to, you know, to try out the, you know, the stock market to invest there too? It could be wise, but I wouldn't recommend it if they didn't know what it was that they was doing and what it was they was looking for. Explain. Because that's an excellent, because that's an excellent way to lose your money. Um, I put it like this: When I first started with the stock market, I don't care too much about playing it because I hit some big time stocks. Right. Um, I hit, for instance, um, Delta Airlines. I bought Delta Airlines at almost two dollars and twenty five cents a share. Okay. And see, because sometimes when it comes to the market, you got to think outside the box. Because a colleague of mine came to me and said, well, you know what? They're selling Delta for a dollar a share. And I was just like, and this was like, um, I want to say around 2005. Yeah. I was like, yeah, they, of course they're selling it because it's, it's a bankrupt company. And he came to me and he said, do you really think that the federal government is going to let the airlines go out of business? Mm. And I I wasn't thinking that way. But when he told me that, I was like, well, I can and so I remember um, this was before I had my business, and yeah. I was get I was getting a tax refund check, and I think the tax refund check was like forty five hundred dollars. The rent and everything, all my stuff was paid up. I said right. rent, but I meant mortgage because I think because renting that's a whole another story that people need to get out of that game altogether. But I remember I took the check and I just bought all stocks with it. And every time I had an extra piece of money, I bought stocks with it. But now, all of a sudden, as of yesterday, it was trading at over thirty dollars a share. Mm-hmm. Wow. But I can still tell you, I can tell you like fifteen horror stories that didn't go so well. Okay. But I think that I think that if you want to get into something, I think the best thing to do is to actually. Study what it is that you want to do. You can't that's, just watch Wall Street right. and then all of a sudden become a, a baron overnight. Exactly. I, I will agree with that. And we're going on to a break, okay? And you just stay put right there, Tennessee. Uh, we want to hear more from you. But we want to take this break because we have, you know, another uh we have another audio that we need to put out there. And during this time, you know, you can speak on this too if you have anything you want to say on it as well. And anybody else out there that has something that they want to say, please call in at the call-in number of 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. 
And the toll-free number is 877-483-3153. That number again is 877-483-3153. And again, you're listening to Lardy, Miss Clardy and Company on BTR with my co-host Agape and Mystery on It's Our Business to Tell Your Business, Black Businesses 101. Where are we at? Now, listen to this audio, and then if you got questions and you got something you got to say, there's the number again, 347-884-8684, and the toll-free number, 877-483-3153. Hi, I'm Brian Siebenbacher. I'm a second-year student. Uh, Mr. Buffett, it's great to see you again. I was on the trip to Omaha last month. Thank you for hosting us. My question is, how would you recommend an individual investor who follows the Graham and Dodd philosophy to allocate their capital today? Well, if they, it depends whether they're going to be an active investor. Uh, Graham distinguished between the defensive and the enterprising investor. If you're going to spend a lot of time on investment, you know, I just advise looking at as many things as possible and you will find some bargains. And, and, uh, and when you find them, you have to act. Uh, uh, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it, it hasn't changed at all since I was here in 1950, uh, and it won't change the rest of my life. So you just you start turning pages. When I got out of school, I turned every page in Moody's, 10,000 some pages twice, you know, looking for companies. And you have to find them yourself. The world isn't going to tell you about great deals. You, you have to find them yourself, and that takes a fair amount of time. So if you're not going to do that, if you're just going to be a passive investor, then I just advise an index fund bought consistently over a long period of time. The one thing I will tell you is that the worst investment you can have is cash. Everybody's talking about cash being king and all that sort of thing, but I, most of you don't look like you're overburdened with cash anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, uh, you know, cash is going to become worth less over time, but good businesses are going to become worth more over time, and you don't want to pay too much for them, so you have to have some discipline about, about what you pay. Uh, but the thing to do is find a good business and stick with it. Does that mean you think that we are through the roughest times? You'd always kept a cash hoard around, too. Well, that... we, we always keep enough cash around so I feel very comfortable and don't worry about sleeping at night. But, uh, but it's not because I like cash as an investment. Uh, cash is a bad investment over time. Uh, 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 but you always want to have enough so that nobody else can determine your future, essentially. I, the worst, the financial panic is behind us. The economic spillout, which came to some extent from that financial panic, is, is, it's, it's still with us. It will end. I don't know whether it will end tomorrow or next week or next month uh, uh, or maybe a year, but it, it won't go on forever. And to sit around and try and pick the bottom, people were trying to do that last March, and, and you know the bottom hadn't come in unemployment, the bottom hadn't come in business, but the bottom had come in stocks. So don't pass up something that's attractive today because you hope you're going to find something way more attractive tomorrow. Well, we are back, and you heard Warren Buffett giving advice to an average person, an average, how an average person can invest. And as you heard that Warren Buffett said, just the same thing as Agape said and Tennessee said, that, you know, it, it, you have to move slow. You got to do your research. You just can't just jump on anything you see off the top. It's not like 
going to the casinos, in a way it is going to the casino, and you know, you're making a gamble, but you want to be uh, very versed and, uh, uh, you know, and have some understanding about the area that you're trying to invest your money in, and it does take time. This is not popcorn, uh, uh, you know, microwave popcorn, um, you know, for uh, trying to get your money to work for you. You do have to take your time. And with that to say, uh, Gape, what did you get up out of this um, audio from Warren Buffett? What is he trying to tell the average person about investment? <laughs> Warren Buffett is a very wealthy, yes, wealthy he is. man. But basically, he's just telling you, like, to me, what I was saying. To me, when I say slow money, I mean education. Mm -hmm. Because when I use the term slow money, it's because it's going to take a while for you to actually start making money because the time that you're building is your education. Right. So you can get to that point. Warren Buffett owns a lot of property. He owns a lot of businesses, networks, and things of that nature. But he showed you how he did it, starting off. Small and slow. Right, small and slow. So it's like the brother that's, you know, making that little extra money, you know, that $130 or 250 bucks that you're about to go spend on some Jordans or some LeBrons, go put it in a CD. Don't open up a savings account. Put it in a CD so you can actually earn more interest mm-hmm. on your money. And mm-hmm. every time that you're about to go up there and buy something like that, some shoes or a chain or something, Drop some money into your CD. It's slow money. You're not putting it in there so tomorrow you can have a million dollars. Right. What you're doing is you're putting a little bit in over a long period of time. And don't touch it. And don't touch it because after a while, you figure, you know, you put $100 in a month, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the year, you're going to have $1,200. You're going to collect interest off of the $1,200. And you're still building. Building. Right. It's just like credit. Mm -hmm. So, you know, don't. To me, I've I've been to my fair share of these little seminars and all of that stuff. I have I have my real estate license. I went and passed my real estate exam on the first time around. I have my real estate license here in California. Did loans and all of that mess. What you if if you into that type of thing, study and get your license. That's one way of getting the slow money because you're educating yourself as far as property. Right. Just on that particular aspect. Because right. here in California, property is a major investment because the property is going up. There's not that much around. I put it like this. Let's take downtown L.A. When a new rich investor comes in to, to, to put his business in, guess what? They're not going to build him a new building. They're either going to move him into an existing building or they're going to tear an existing building down to build him a building. Why? Because there's no more real estate. There's no more property in that area. So that means that everything is of value, is growing, is growing, is growing. So to me, in California, one of the major things that you should invest in is property, is real estate, because we're running out of it quickly. And if you hold on to it, then you'll eventually be able to make money. Put like this. Warren Buffett understands well. You buy property now, not with the conscience of, oh, I'm about to make money. You buy property now with the conscience of, okay, 20, 30 years down the line after my kids get ready to go to college or their kids, my great grandson or whatever can go ahead and either build on this property Mm -hmm. or sell this property and pay for something or 
continue with buy more property. You know what I'm saying? That's how I see it. And, the man is and, smart. He's a builder. Right. And that's and that's what and and to add to that, Agape, is that another uh, important piece too, because you can own a piece of uh, a piece of real estate, but not own the land, and they can still take your house because the land hasn't been bought. So also the other piece to it is is investing in the land. And knowing where to where the land is going to be profitable as appreciation over time, whether it be you to put a home on it or a whole mall want to be yeah. on it. But that's a foresight thing too. Because Absolutely, that's like because you have to look at that areas where that's investment. That looks like desert and like nothing, right? And you know the you know. Everyone knows their parents at some point that right. I remember when that used to be, be all fear. fear. Absolutely. <laughs> Nothing there. Nothing we there. live in a place right now to where I just moved out there and everybody that I talked to, oh, this used to just be Orange Groves. Oh, there was nothing here but the military base. Now there are cities yes. there. Cities and, and there. so your property, the land that you buy can easily become a whole mall. And you get paid. Yeah, they will give you money. So you out. So let's go to let's go back to Tennessee for a minute. And I'm gonna put Tennessee back online. Tennessee, you still there? Yes, I'm here. All right. Now you heard Warren Buffett what he had to say about, you know, how how those that average people can even uh, do an investment. Tell us your side of what you think you, uh, you how you think about what Warren Buffett had to say. First thing first, I love Warren Buffett. I love him. Oh, go ahead. Me too, brother. Uh, <laughs> Me too. He, he hey, was man, the Bill reason Gates. why. Yeah, Warren Buffett was the reason why I did the did the investment in gold and silver. Mm. But you know, the thing about land. Is well. First off, let me let me back back up what the brother was saying, and I think that a lot of people don't understand the importance of building a portfolio. And because that's it, what we want to hear. You said what? Work. Don't know how to build a portfolio. They don't know. They don't know the importance of building a portfolio. Right. You okay, want to be as diverse it. as you can. Come on with it. So the thing about the thing about it is okay. Here's what somebody showed me about five years ago in regards to a 501c3. See, here in Tennessee, in Shelby County, we have a thing called the land bank. And the land bank is foreclosed properties that the, that the county or the city has taken in because of lack of paying taxes. See, the banks mm-hmm. and all of these, they if they want to foreclose on you, they can foreclose on you if you give them ample time. But if the county or the city forecloses on you, the bank loses out. So there are situations like, let's just take this one situation. Um, Southeast Memphis, 16 acres of land, and it was $2,500 owed on the on the property. You can mm-hmm. bid on those properties. Now, the great thing about the 501c3 is I can buy properties around the city under my 501c3 and it's actually tax-free as well. So not only is it tax-free, what I mean by tax-free, I mean that there is no property taxes for the county or city because it's purchased under a 501c3. 
And that's what people have to understand that there's a way to do things. And because when they're like for instance when they were talking about Mick Romney, how he made how he made thirteen million dollars and only paid X amount of tax. Right. Yep, I but remember the problem, that. The, pro- the problem is that Nick Romney's had nonprofit CDs and things of that nature, so they were tax exempt. And these are things that everybody can get into because I, I love the way that the brother was talking about buying, buying CDs. But what bothers me is because, like I said, I run social service program, and one of the things that we teach our young men we teach them how to become businessmen because one of the biggest lies that was told was that college is not for everyone. And I think that that's a lie because unless you went to, how do you know if it's for you or not? Right. And these are the things that I was taught in college, and these are the things that I'm bringing back to these young men. Now, the situation is they don't know where the CD is. They don't know what money market accounts are. They don't know any of these things. Right. So I think the thing about it is, like he was saying, that going to five-year CD, going to one-year CD, because you will see your money working for you. The thing that Warren Buffett was talking about, about the cash, I've heard him speak on this before. And And the greatest thing that he said is, cash in your pocket does not work for you. Yeah, that's right. It doesn't. And as long you know as that money is in that bank and is drawing on that interest, that's a whole no, that's a whole other thing. But when people say they want to start out, they can start out in real estate very, very easily here in here where I'm at because mm-hmm. there's a lot of it. Right, and right. Because I wish that I could. I wish that I can get off 100 acres. And Sacramento or LA prices. I really wish I could, but here in Memphis, it's that's a whole lot easier. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are afraid to invest in themselves. They don't understand because I I remember talking to one of the boys because I run a residential a series of residential group homes, and I was talking to the boys and they were talking about. When they get they when when they can get their tax money because we was doing this exercise and I asked them I said well what is it if you got five thousand dollars back in tax refund what is yeah. it that you would do and they would and we went through this whole little scenario of they were established they had homes and all this what do you do and the mentality of most of them was you know since I'm gonna go ahead and fix my car up now and I explained to them. Why would you put five thousand dollars worth of rims on your car when you can put twenty five hundred? Huh? That's right. When you can put twenty five hundred dollars worth of hardwood in your house and increase your property value by ten thousand dollars. You know what? You you know it. You know that's right, Tennessee. I love the way you talk. Now you know what I'm saying. You gotta come back and continue to visit with us on the subjects. Because we calling out to the black businesses to come and talk just like that, the real. Because we ain't going to find this information out through going to college. And I think that that's a, a, a fraud and a victimized standpoint of view, too. Because, you know, all this stuff that we go to school for, business administration, going to do business and all of this stuff, 
and but they ain't going to teach you none of this stuff like how to invest in the stock market and show us all the ins and outs of that. And you spending uh, educational loans that's costing you almost $100,000 to become versed in a business that they don't even tell you half of it, not unless you go into Yale. You know what I'm saying? Now, Yale... And all Harvard and all of them, you get the real there, but not the other. You know what I'm saying? Not the other place. Hold on so now. Hold on now. I got I got to I got to correct you. I got to correct you. Now, uh-huh. Lane Lane College Lane College taught us. Lane College showed us. But I think that the issue is that what are people what were people doing when Lane was tell, teaching us? Cause see, I had my pen on my pen on my pen on my paper. Some of the other people they were just ready to get out because they saw the girls with the big booty walk by. But I'm just saying, I just think that I just think that well, college is a whole different story. It's a whole different matter. You know what you want to do before you even go in, and is it really worth you going to college for in the first place? But that's a whole different matter. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. Right. That is. <laughs> I agree, man. I I think we definitely, especially when it comes to the youth, we need to be gearing the youth toward college. Like, everybody should be going to college. I mean, education can't, you know what I'm saying, hurt. The more knowledge and the ability to apply the knowledge is what makes you more powerful. Yeah, I mean, because I explain to my kids all the time, that college does not guarantee your success. But if you use it right, it's a foundation. But I also got those kids who say, okay, good, I want to go to college because I want to, like you were talking about, I want to sell real estate. And I have to correct them right then and there. It's like, listen, there's no need of you going four years to college to sell real estate when you have 10-week classes that that achieve the same goals. So just knowing what you're going for, because a lot of times, you got to make sure that it's, it's economical. Is what I want to do, is it worth that $100,000 that I'm about to spend? Because I'm an education major, and I hadn't, I hadn't stepped in one classroom in the damn 20 years that I've been out of college. Hmm. <laughs> well, it's a done deal now. We done heard it, heard it from a business owner. Right here, y'all. Now, if y'all ain't getting this information, because we show sure is getting it. We actually, we like we in the classroom. We putting down notes and everything because we know how important it is. We trying to get our stuff together, and we are out here to help other people while we trying to help ourselves. But um, I am I am running out of time here, but we're going to do another one, a part three. I hope to hear from you, uh, Tennessee, on that uh, particular show for part three, uh, which will probably be uh, not next week, Monday or Tuesday, but the next Monday, okay, we'll be having the part three. And I hope to hear from you, okay? All right, I'll try. All right, so, you know, I'm going to the next caller, and then I have to close down. But I got information on you now, and uh, let's see what's going on, okay? You know, just just know that I I got you, all right? And I'm happy that you came on. Thank you for uh, coming on and sharing your point of view on 
Lordy Miss Party and Company on Blog Talk Radio. Okay? No, no problem. Thank you for having All me. All right. You too. Have a good night, brother. Thank you. Now we are going to the next caller, uh, and this caller is by the name of Miss Computer Lady. And so we got about five minutes left, and let's see what Miss Computer Lady may have to say about all of this. You are on the air. Welcome to Lardy Miss Party and Company on Blog Talk Radio. You are on the air. How are you, and where are you calling from? Hello? Hello, Miss Computer Lady? All right, well, I guess that means that she may be uh, just listening in or so. So let's just uh, go on and see what we can find out from another caller. So you are on the air, and if you have something to say, this is the time to say it. Uh, you have anything to say about black businesses on one-on-one where we at? Are you online? All right. So we're this, so they're just listening in. So what we're going to do, we're going to go over here and put on the last um video uh, uh audio that i have uh that will clear up for the reason why there need to be a plan to invest and i hope that you like it and let's see what happens then okay well wait a minute let me see there's another caller let let's 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 see what's going on with this caller area code 419 and the last four digits is four five six four. Caller, you are on the air. I think I got two minutes. Welcome on to the show. How are you, and where are you calling from? Uh, hello, I'll be real quick because I know it's a uh, time. Uh, this is Amber Hawkins from Toledo, Ohio. Just wanted to call and let you know I was listening in and that I enjoyed the show. Oh my God! Thank, Thank you. you so Thank much. You. Thank you, you're and welcome. we're going to have we're going to have part three. And um, thank you, just thank you, and uh, we appreciate that. And we're going to go, and we're going to do the um, the next uh, audio that we have here, and and this will be to the closing because uh, we're, what we're trying to do is empower people and help educate people as while we are educating ourselves to uh, learn that we need to make our money work for us for one reason, because uh, money don't work just sitting in your pocket and just be, being a consumer. We need to be investing and getting businesses started. So listen to this uh, audio and you know, and we'll talk about that a little bit before we go. And uh, again, thank you for listening to Lordy Miss Clardy and company on Blog Talk Radio on It's Our Business to Tell Your Business in Black Businesses 101. Where are we at? So check this out. Welcome to the video, The Five Reasons for Investing in the Stock Market. Now I'm going to give you five reasons um, for investing in the stock market and be sure to watch until the end because at the end I'm going to give you a link 
to a free video series that may help make you a better investor, help you feel more confident in the investing decisions that you make. So be sure to uh, stay tuned to the very end for that. Now, a lot of people are hesitant to invest in the stock market, and I can understand, you know, considering the fact the S&P 500 is currently hovering at historical highs right now. But nevertheless, there may be some good reasons to invest in the stock market. So here are five reasons for investing in the stock market. Number one, you need a fighting chance against inflation. Now, everybody says there are two certain things in life, death and taxes. Well, inflation is trying its hardest to be included in that list. So inflation is the constant rise in prices, and it rarely lets up each year. Sometimes when the economy is in a recession, inflation may slow down as people quit spending as much money, but it usually picks back up. So a good rule of thumb for estimating inflation when you're doing your retirement planning is to assume 3%. You know, some years it may be higher, some years it may be lower, but 3% is a good estimate for inflation. Now, consider if your retirement lasts 30 years. You know, is that unreasonable? I mean, not really if you think about it. You know, many retirees, they're going to quit work when they turn 65 and they can get health insurance through Medicare. And it's not unreasonable to hear of people living to age 95. So, well, that's 30 years. And if you don't live that long, you probably still want to do your retirement planning with a 30-year time horizon in mind, just in case. You know, over a 30-year period, inflation can do some big damage to your portfolio. You know, just using some simple math and assuming an inflation estimate of 3%, your $100,000 you have today would have to grow to $242,726 in 30 years. And that's just for you to keep up with price increases. So in other words, inflation has put you on a treadmill and you have to keep running just to stay in the same place. And if you're not investing your money in such a way to give you a fighting chance against inflation, then you're losing ground. You know, number two, market risk is not the only risk. You know, as long as you live in this world, you will face risk. It's just a matter of which risk you're most comfortable facing. You know, market risk is not the only one out there. It's just one of many risks. So here are some other risks that you, as a retiree, or maybe soon to be retiree in the next five to ten years, face right now. Longevity risk. You know, this is the risk that you will outlive your money. In other words, your money will die before you do. If your portfolio does not have growth in it because it's too conservatively invested, there's a greater likelihood of you running out of money. Another risk, well, let's go ahead and include market risk. I mean, to be fair, I need to include this risk. Investing in the markets does involve risk, and the value of your portfolio can go down, and there are no guarantees that it will grow. Another risk, purchasing power risk. And this gets back to the first point. You know, inflation will cause your purchasing power to decrease. If all your money is only in safe investments, you have a greater likelihood of it not keeping pace with inflation. You know, these are just three big risks you face. And I think you get the idea that market risk is not the only one out there. And ironically, when you try to avoid market risk, which gives you the most potential to grow your portfolio, you are actually increasing your longevity risk and purchasing power risk. So it's just something to think about. Number three, you can custom tailor your portfolio to your risk tolerance. You know, not all equities have the same amount of risk. Which do you think is riskier to invest in? Stock in a small tech firm with no successful track record or buying stock in Walmart? You know, not all stocks will have the same type of volatility. Some are going to be safer than others. 
And then you have to consider that you probably don't want to expose yourself to the riskiness of holding individual company stocks. You know, if you invest in ETFs of broad stock market indexes, you've reduced your risk exposure to any one particular company. And then you can even take it a step further and hold ETFs, you know, exchange-traded funds or hold mutual funds that track not only a stock index like the S&P 500, but also hold funds that track an aggregate bond index, a commodity index, an international stock index, you know, and even a REIT uh, uh, index. So you can get broad diversification, which will reduce the risk of your portfolio. And if you want a more conservative portfolio, then you can decrease your exposure to the more volatile asset classes like equities and increase your exposure to the less volatile asset class of bonds. So this is another good reason to invest in the markets. You don't have to be all in on equities. You know, you have other options that can help you grow your portfolio. You know, number four, the proper investing rules can help you invest better. If you are investing in the stock market without a set of rules in place to govern your portfolio, then you may be letting emotion guide you too much. But if you put some simple investing rules in place and follow them, this may help you make better investing decisions. You know, there have been plenty of studies done that show the average investor underperforms the market. The Dalbar studies are very, very good at tracking this phenomenon, and, and they look back over a 20-year period to see how did the average investor do compared to just how the broad market performed. And they update it every year on a rolling 20-year basis. So it's quite shocking when you realize how the average investor underperforms. And a lot of it has to do with emotion. A lot of uh, do-it-yourself investors, they let their emotions guide their decision-making process instead of a set of established rules. You know, for example, you know, when the market has been going strong for a while, it's tempting for the average investor to want to jump in there. You know, he's seeing everyone else make all this money for the past couple of years, and his emotions are telling him that it's his time to get in on the action. But he may be investing at the market peak just when it's ready for a correction. And when the market is declining, it's tempting for some investors to want to get out while they still have something left. I mean, this kind of behavior can hurt your portfolio. It's essentially what I just described. It's essentially buying high and selling low. You know, buying when the euphoria is high and then selling when you're scared and just trying to salvage what's left of your investment. So the proper investing rules may help you to invest better and make better investing decisions. Number five. Stock investing can provide the potential for growth in your portfolio. It is true that markets can go down, and it's true that you can lose money in the stock market, but they also can provide good potential for growth. Now, this chart right here uh, shows that from 1970 until the end of 2013, the cumulative average growth rate of the S&P 500 was 10.4%. So I've got that circled right here. Now this source comes, I just took a screenshot from uh, Wikipedia on their source. So there's the URL address up there that you can check it out. And as of this video um, filming, the uh, year 2013 was the latest year Wikipedia had on file. And I'm, I'm sure as they go forward, they're going to add 2014 and 2015 when those years roll around. And that's going to change this number down here. Um, as we go forward. But, but as of right now, from 1970 to 2013, the cumulative average growth rate was 10.4%. Now, that would have been a bumpy ride, um, and you can, you can see how it's, it's uh, had down years and up years as we go through here. But it would have been a bumpy ride, and, and sometimes just buying and holding does not make sense. 
but it does show you the potential for growth that equities can have. And you can do better than just holding an index of the S&P 500. You know, as I was saying before, you can get much broader diversification by giving your portfolio exposure to other asset classes like bonds, commodities, um, international stocks, and REITs. You don't have to use equities exclusively in your portfolio, and probably for most people that would be a bad idea anyway. And as you reach retirement age, most people will be better suited to a more conservative portfolio. And that means usually putting a higher allocation of assets in less volatile asset classes like bonds. But uh, nevertheless, this does show the potential for growth uh, if you invest wisely and don't let your emotions control you. I mean, it really does come down to being wise with how you manage your portfolio, which is why I put together a free video series that may help you out with that. So, so uh, we've gone over these five reasons to invest in the stock market, and really we've talked about the importance of not just limiting yourself to equities in your portfolio, but you know you can improve with diversification by including other asset classes as well. And uh, managing your portfolio the right way is very important, especially for retirees and those nearing retirement in the next five to ten years. And the reason is is because retirees are typically they're more dependent on their portfolios than you know, say a worker that has 30 more years of employment ahead of them. And that's because they'll usually have a lower income in retirement than they did when they were working. And also, they're more likely to be withdrawing funds from their portfolio to cover living expenses compared to someone that's working and drawing a salary. So this is why it's important that you do the best you can managing your portfolio. It, can, it may help you to have a less stressful retirement. So that's why I've put together a free three-part video series called Six Ways the Wealthy Manage Their Investments That Ordinary Investors Do Not. And in this video series, I'm going to reveal some simple steps you can use in your portfolio to help you reduce the large ups and downs in your portfolio's value and help you feel more confident in the investing decisions that you make. So what do you do next? Well, if you want access to this video series, um, you go to my website, retirementplanningmadeeasy.com forward slash wealthy dash investing. And if you need to pause the video and write that down, then do so. But I've also, in the description part of the YouTube section, down below this video in the description area, I'm going to have a live link that you can just click on to go to. And you can go to that page, and you can get instant access to the free video series, Six Ways the Wealthy Manage Their Investments That Ordinary Investors Do Not. And I have a dedicated page there for people just like you that have made it this far in the video. And you can go there and you can get instant access to this video series. Now also, send me any comments you may have about this video series. There's actually a place on the video series where you can leave your comments about the videos after you sign up. And I check out all the comments and I try to respond to each one. So, uh, so please leave your comments and let me know um, what you think about it as well. Otherwise, enjoy this free video series and thanks for watching. Well, now you have heard from five reasons to invest in the stock market. Now, I found that video or that audio, it was a video, and I uh, converted it to an MP3 so that it can be a part of this um, this episode on Black Businesses 101, Where We At, Part 2. And you can find this particular uh, audio piece that I have, which is called Five Reasons to Invest in Stock Market, okay? And, and, and uh, should I say, in the stock market. And, and it should come up on YouTube, okay? 
Um, as you heard, he's even given a free seminar for three parts on this. Now, I'm going to go and pay attention and see what's going on, and then we're going to bring back for our next show on It's Our Business to Tell Your Business in Black Business 101, where, where are we, we at? at, so that we can find out in the end where we at, okay? And I would want all of the businesses that have been a part of this series uh, to also join us on that series to have input into this because this is very important to, you know, just not only to those that have money, but those that seek to have money, you know, from the grassroots to the rooty to the to it, okay? <laughs> Y'all know that's a lardy, that's already branded, leave it alone. <laughs> okay, let me quit. But nevertheless, I just want to say thank you for listening to Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio. And our next um, our next show for next week, uh, just look up on the profile and see what's coming up next because I got a couple things that will just blow you out, your blow your wigs off, and you know, and I have to find a wig to put on you. You know what I'm saying? After we finish, but it's worth it. It's worth coming to listen to, and they both start next week at 7.30 p.m. Until then, have a blessed evening. Thank you once again for being a part of our show. Uh, last comments, anybody? Um, Agape, uh, Mystery, any comments? I just want to say thank you. We'll be back. Do your research and don't be afraid to start small. Get on the Internet, YouTube. Most of the questions that you have, the answers there for them. All right. With that to say, have a good night, and we will see you again on Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio. Have a great evening.